Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Dude, I'm pacing back and forth here in my living room, and I can't even, I don't even have a lot of money on this game. I got a little prop bet going. Probably not going to hit. Anyway, I talked about the Final Four game between Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. Right now, we got like a minute left in the ball game, and Florida Atlantic is up by a skinny penny. They're up by one, and they have the ball, BT. This game, it felt like it was the Owls game for about 90% of it, and then in the last couple of minutes, San Diego State's been on a little bit of a run. San Diego State was gave up a couple of points as far as the betting goes. They went off on bet MGMs at two or a two-and-a-half-point favorite, depending on when you bet it. How are you feeling about this game with less than a minute left? Feeling okay. It looked a little bit dicey. Uh, it looked like uh, San Diego State was really making their run. Um, but I do feel like, look, if you're FAU, you've come this far. I think that they're in a, an okay spot with uh, trying to close this thing out. And I, I can't tell you how crazy a story this is. I mean, you're talking about, you know, probably – the biggest yet most overlooked school in all of the state getting to this spot. It's pretty bananas, man. Yeah. You live basically what in between the university of Miami who plays UConn next, trying to make it to the national championship game. And then what Boca Raton where Florida Atlantic is, it feels like there's a million schools in the state of Florida. And this isn't really one that I've heard talked about a lot, except before the show, you were saying it's a big school. A lot of people go there, even though I feel like the vibe Maybe for college basketball, it's just a little bit better where I am 15 minutes away from Lawrence, Kansas. You know, you have Allen Fieldhouse, but you have to hate Oh, this. dude, it's like a dude as yeah. somebody as have... somebody where this is, is your religion. This is like I gotta say, like, listen, we are bandwagon hopping. This is very much not our we always have the worst final four ratings ever. Every every major market. We're we're watching college basketball the least. Like we are definitely very spoiled being at the party this year. Yeah, are people bringing their uh, their radios and are they listening to the pregame and all that stuff down on the beach for the Miami game coming up in a little bit? Like, the, I got to get props. Listen, deep sea fishing in the ocean. Are they out there uh, watching the Final Four? Like, we're out here in the Midwest, bro. I'm just being honest with you. I've lived here most of my life. Not a lot better going on than our basketball. So, are you kidding me? Yes, it rubs me the wrong way. I was, I, I was, I was, I was actually, I was actually asking this on my show on uh, on Friday. You'll know this because you guys have won multiple. So, like, you guys, when you win college, do you have like, do you have crazy parades for that too? Like, I know obviously when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl parade, like, does when Kansas wins, do they do they have a major parade? 
Yeah, but to be fair, and I'm not even trying to puff my chest here, Kansas basketball is a little bit like religion. Like when you talk about the blue bloods mm-hmm. of any sport, I feel like when Alabama wins, that's a big ass parade. I'm talking about basketball now in Alabama, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a college town that the parade goes through down Mass Street. So it's not quite as big of a deal as, you know, when you're taking that trek around downtown Kansas City, as you mentioned, the Chiefs did <clears throat> for the second time, probably do All a right. few more times. So, yeah, that's how I was just because I was I was genuinely I was like, where does the parade I'm the guy go? to ask? I'm definitely the guy was, to ask about parade. I was I was asking, like, where does the parade go in Boca? I don't even understand. Like, where like there's like one major road in Boca Raton. Like, do they just go down main street and that's the parade. Like I, I'm trying to figure out the logistics of this. If the owls actually win this thing, I figured they would shut down all of like South Florida. It's not that big a deal. That's how it goes here. Like when we win championships and again, KU basketball is as of right now, the reigning defending champion and the chiefs and the Royals won a world series a few years ago. It's, it is fun and it is exciting are you guys talking about that a lot right now, like on your show? Like, is that the lead story? Is the basketball that's going on? It definitely, in, it, it, it definitely, oh it definitely has. Disgusting. No, it definitely has been. Like, we had, oh, like, you know, co- we were, like, had, you know, the link at Radio Row. So, we were, like, bringing in guests up the wazoo on Friday and Thursday. Would you go to match- the parade if either Miami and or FAU wins? I probably will be on the air, so I probably wouldn't, but I would go. Like, if I wasn't working at the time, yeah, I would definitely love to go. I love to broadcast, like, live from the parade. That'd be awesome. But, I was, but like, right. I don't think – I don't know how to explain Boca to our national audience. It's like a retirement community. Like, when people say, oh, I went to retire in Florida, most people go to where FAU is in Boca. And so I'm just trying to picture them having a raucous parade in that town. Miami, I get. Like Miami will do a parade just fine. Anything for a party, we'll figure that out. But Boca like doesn't really even have a downtown. It has a mall and a cheesecake factory. Lots of uh, oxygen tanks, I guess. Yes. The uh, parade. We'll see if they end up needing those in Boca. Sounds like a sounds like a very first world problem. Like, oh no, what are we gonna do about our parade in Boca Raton? Oh, when our when our ra- when our random ass basketball team that nobody had heard of coming into this year. Wins a national championship. All right. By the way, my TV's frozen, so you got to keep me updated on uh, what's going on. Uh, they're up one, 71-7, just back from the timeout. 36.2 left. FAU ball. All right. Feel free to cut me off at any point. Speaking of the – if anything happens, speaking of the Final Four, I feel like now's a good time to – let's go ahead and do a little – let's have a little fun here on the BetQL network. Let's see. First, first thing we got to do is figure this out. This isn't good radio, so let's do it quick. Paper, scissors, rock. All right? On All three. Right. Ready? Here we go. One, Paper, scissors, scissors rock, rock, shoot. What do you got? Oh, we're going to shoot. What do you got? Shoot? I can't see. I went All right, scissors. I win. I get. I win. Okay, I get the first that pick. That's unfair. Uh, we'll, I each, mean, I, I, we'll each pick. Four. Well, I'm better looking also, though, so that's how it should work. Um, I'll take the first pick. This is how this works. We'll do a snake draft. So, like a good fantasy football draft, I'll take pick number one, and then you can take two and three, and then back to me with three and four, and so on. We'll each pick four, and then we'll talk about how my list is better than yours. I think it's pretty obvious who I'm going to take with the number one overall pick, the best fighter of all time. And currently, I mean, he's not the number one pound for pound, but a lot of people thought that he would be. I'm talking about John Jones, of course, 27 and one for Bones and 11, 11 title defenses go ahead and put him on team levine and that puts you on the clock let me ask hold on before we do he's i haven't looked at pound for pound in a while he's not number one for pound for pound who's number one it's still alexander volkanovsky 
Yes, sir. Really? Volk remain. Volk remain the number one pound for pound fighter, which I got to be dead honest with you. Usually the UFC screws stuff like this up. They got this one right. Like he should be the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. Look, he fought. No, nah, he's not. I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. John's number one again. He must have. John's number one right now. Yeah, he's number one right now. Number two? Volk, Volk's two. Islam's three. Leon four. Izzy is okay. five. My bad. My mistake for putting out bad information. It's here's what I was actually thinking, not to cover my ass, but what I was thinking is that Volk is still ahead of Islam. That's that's correct. I got you. Information though, right? Okay, so Volk, yes. Volk is still ahead of Islam. That's what made sense to me. John is now the pound for pound number one in the world, and he's also on Team Levine. All right, thanks for reading gonna... my story and correcting me <laughs> with the facts. Who you got? I am gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with George Saint Pierre as my I've my top pick. It's pretty good. Probably pro- probably a good call. George Saint Pierre, of course, 26 and two in his career, nine titles. Here's my only thing about GSP. I know he's an all time great. And I know I'm going to knock your list here in a couple of minutes. But, dude, of all these fighters, like, what do you think is the biggest upset, not just championship upset, but upset upset in the history of the sport that we love so much? Mm. What would you say it is? Uh, we talked about last week. Sarah, Sarah had kicking him. Yeah. GSP. So, yeah, we're talking about this. This guy's the, uh, also happens to be, and maybe, maybe you're right, but it's a tough argument to make that he has the worst loss, essentially, in the history of the promotion. He's also the second best fighter. Doesn't that sound? What, what are you shaking your head at? Because I'm right. I mean, it. it's a, it's it's a it's a fair way to describe it. It's it's also a harsh way to describe it. I mean, you know, like upsets happen. You know, it happens in the sport. Like that's the part of the beauty of the sport. Eh, there's a couple so of look guys at on his, my list that the, the upsets worst haven't loss. happened to. Okay, well, who, who's we'll go right, with your number up. two, buddy? You're up. You're up. No, oh, you're um, up. snake you're draft. Up. Snake draft. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. I am going to go with Fedor. No, I didn't see that one coming. Wow. Not a terrible pick, though. The problem with Fedor on your list right now is the problem mm-hmm. with Fedor in real life, which is we never saw him go up against some of these guys' names that I'm going to give you in the UFC. So to put Fedor even as a top five, when he never fought in the best promotion i'm sorry it's silly it, i'm sorry it is it's like saying that somebody that played back in the day in the you know um no! what happened what, 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 what happened san diego state at the buzzer jump shot they win no aztecs way. moving on 72 71 oh and it's over it's official. Oh, it's done. poor owls. Wow. Oh, it, yeah. It wasn't even. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a controversial one. No, beautiful mid-range shot. Nailed it. All right. So let's reset for a second. San Diego State, the Aztecs win, but don't cover. Depending on what you got your line at, either oh. way, they didn't cover. They take out FAU on literally a last-second buzzer beater. That's crazy. What a crazy way for this crazy tournament and this crazy final four to end up where the Owls, who led this game for at least 80% of it and led by 13 points when I looked at it at one point, and then they end up losing on a last-second jump shot. That that has to hurt. It also has to hurt for the San Diego State betters, who were probably looking for overtime, perhaps, because nothing hurts more as a gambler. Well, there's a lot of stuff that hurts more, but it really hurts – when you your team wins, but you still lose the bet, 
especially when all you needed to cover was a couple of points. So congratulations on the other side, though. You know, if you had a FAU and they lost the game, but you still covered. Wild ending. Down go the Owls, BT. Down go the Owls. Sorry, buddy. Boca's heartbroken today, dude. Yeah, there goes your Boca Raton. Uh, there goes your parade in Boca Raton. Sorry to That's rain crushing, on your man. I feel terrible for the Owls. What a run. They lose like that. Just, oh, what a crusher. That's like a, Their you coach. Know. What's their coach's name? He was, Dusty he was feisty. Dusty. The yeah. old Dusty was getting feisty there toward the end. And I saw that he was complaining. And he threw up the number three. He was like, there's three calls that you missed. And he looked like he was getting in the referee's ear. And then they had that offensive foul go against him. He can't be a, uh, can't be a happy guy right now. Although, let me ask you this. As a guy that's much closer to the action, and now that there's one South Florida team that is left, or you betting on Miami on the money line, you can get them right now at like plus 220, plus 230 at MGM. Is it worth playing wow. the Canes? Because I've been riding them all year. I think it is, but you're asking the wrong guy, dude. I love the Canes. I'm very I'm very biased. Like they, I, I was on a... I was on BetQL earlier today. The, the name of the show escapes me, but uh, they were asking me the same thing. They give us a prediction. I'm like, you really want a prediction from me? Like, I'm going to pick the Canes. Like, you know me. I don't do that heart insurance nonsense. Like, I go with – you know what I was talking to this week? I was talking to Mattress Mac, and I love Mattress Mac. You want to know why? Because he just bets why? oodles of money, but he bets it on his teams. That's what I like about him. Mattress Mac. Good guy, huh? You love using Mattress Mac? Love Mattress Mac. What a delight. All right. Didn't know that. Uh, he does have a lot of money. and It seems like he wins a lot of money, you know? And he does bet on his teams. I do respect that. All right. So we're getting our own Final Four here eventually. There's got to be some kind of laundering probably going on there, though, right? Like, that is a lot of money he is betting. He's a rich guy. That's what he happens. is a rich, rich guy. people make a lot of money. They bet a lot of money. And if Just you win kidding, a lot of Mattress money, you can bet more money. Totally not, uh, totally not throwing out ag- accusations. Just uh, having I some feel fun like there, you old did. chat. That's, you old said he was chat. your guy, and then, and, then, and then you accuse him of something. That's yeah, it right. just seems like um, a lot of dough to just be throwing around willy-nilly. So I took John Jones, and then BT went out there and took a George, a George, St. Pierre, and Fedor Emelianenko. So that takes it back to me, and I get two picks, and I can't believe that he's leaving me these two guys. This is insane. Go ahead and give me, give me Khabib. I know there's an argument that Khabib got out early, but Khabib also got out undefeated, right? And most guys, a lot of guys, get out of the sport early. None of them that I'm aware of have gotten out with an O. So you got to put that on there. And also, I think it was a lot when his father passed, and it was a lot also. He cleared everybody out, right? Like if you're talking about the Poiriers and the Gaethje's and those type of guys, it was was done. Conor McGregor, he had fought all those guys. It was done. So I'm going to take Khabib, who finished 29-0, and defended his title three times, then got out of there on Team Levine. And then I think this one's pretty obvious, and I can't believe he's still left. The spider, Anderson Silva, his record doesn't shine too much, 34-11, and 11, but he did defend that title 10 times. And if we're talking about any of these fighters, and I'm including John Jones, at their height, if you just want to talk about invincibility, that felt like there was, felt like there was just no way they could ever lose. I know Chael Sonnen was beating him for four rounds in a couple of minutes, and then eventually he wrapped his legs around his neck. That's the only time that for like a 10-year period, basically, that the spider was in any sort of trouble. And even when he lost to Weidman, you could say that was a little, you know, he was he's messing around in the octagon. So what are you shaking your head at? You disagree with me? Lost to Jake Paul. Dude, that was that was what four months ago? I mean, he's 80 years old. Never happened to GSP. Are you kidding me? You don't really hold that against <laughs> the spider, do you? I don't not hold it against the spider. He lost to Jake Paul. It's on his resume. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So anyway, my team are already destroying yours. I've got uh, Anderson Silva. I've got Khabib and I've got John Jones. Go ahead and round out your team. For those that are just tuning in, you have Fedor Emelianenko and George St. Pierre. I am going to go with the lady goat, Amanda Nunes. She is on my list. And then what I always do in fantasy football is get one of my favorites. So I'm going to go with the late, great Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice. You have the weirdest team ever. I wrote down like 50 fighters and I didn't have Fedor on there. I didn't have Kimbo Slice on there. I got one pick left. You know where I'm going, right? Do I have need to tell you with my last pick? Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo Jr. You're damn right I am. By the way, he fights tonight. Jeremy Stevens. Get in where you fit in. Coming up next, we preview UFC 287, and then we get out of here. You're locked into the BetQL Network.